My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's the Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked with God. That's L-I-N-K-E-D, with God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's the Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com, enter That's the Truth in the search bar, click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar, then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's the Truth, and that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us. Directly from the Word of God, you're listening to That's the Truth. I think someone can say, I'll never turn back. Hallelujah. Amen. Our sister over there is saying, never. Amen. At home listening, if you can say, never, praise God. My mind is made up. Nothing's going to change my mind. There's nothing going to keep me down here. Praise God. I've made up my mind. Praise God. A long time ago. If you haven't made up your mind, well, now's the time. Today's the day. Make up your mind saying, I'm not going back. Hallelujah. Say it. I'm not going back. Amen. If I was to go back, it would be back in sin, back in turmoil, back in troubles, back in afflictions, back in disobedience, back in all kinds of things. Praise God. Forgetting those things which are behind. Hallelujah. I thank God today. Praise God that we have the blessing to be serving a living God. Amen. And I have something to look forward to. Praise God. We're going to find out today. Praise God. Amen. That you better be making plans to get off the face of this earth because it's not going to end well. Hallelujah for them, for, uh, for whoever's sticking around here. But for us, we have a good ending. And his name is Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to say his name. His name is Jesus. Bless his holy name. Praise God. I thank God today. Praise God that we can take some time. Hallelujah. It may not be very much time, but we can take a little bit of time. Hallelujah. To serve God. The Bible says, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. And this is what makes the difference. Praise God in our lives. Hallelujah. Not only that we serve a great God, but we can, we can, the way we serve him is just, it's just different. Praise God. Amen. We're not singing dead hymns out of a hymn book. Amen. We're not, you know, we're not, we're no longer bound. We're no longer enslaved. Hallelujah. Praise God. It makes a difference. Now, if you are bound, if you are in sin, you come out. Amen. The Bible says, come out from among them. Praise God. Amen. Save yourself from this untoward generation. Well, I wake up to righteousness. There's scripture after scripture that teaches us how to come out, how to be free because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise God, which makes a difference in our lives today. Praise God. So at home, I welcome you into the presence of God. My name is Lincoln, and this is a live stream recording from the house of God here in Montreal. So I welcome everyone. You can help me preach this gospel by sharing this link. Give it a thumbs up or ring the bell or do whatever you have to do. Like it. Amen. Just share the link. Amen. Help me preach. Share the link. Praise God. It's as simple as that. In a couple of minutes, we're going to pray. In the meantime, praise God, I welcome everyone into the presence of God. Praise God. Our visitors, hallelujah, that are with us today. Praise God. Are you fluent in English? Or? Yeah, we're good in English. Okay, because this is French was a couple hours ago. It just ended, but we're going to be in English. We're live streaming. Praise God. The camera sticks this way. You don't have to be afraid. The camera won't turn. You won't be on. It just sticks on me and on her. 
You're on camera. Wave to the camera. Amen. There you go. It won't turn around. So praise God. We have new friends visiting us today. So amen. It's good to see you. Praise God. And at home, like I said, you can help me by sharing this link. Praise God. Amen. Before I pray, I'm going to read something. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 24, again, the teaching of Jesus. And I know I've been quoting verse 44 quite often. Therefore, be also ready. But the next couple of verses is interesting when we read verse 45, Matthew 24, verse 45. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season? He's asking a good question. What, what, what? Let's describe this servant. And this is where you and I come in in verse 46. It says, blessed, blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh. This is important. These three words are important for us today. If you notice the title of this message, we're talking about life in the last days, life in the end times. And it says, well, when he cometh, we're, we're going to be up to certain things. We're going to be doing things. Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Hallelujah. So when I'm here saying clap or to sing or to serve the Lord with a dance or do these things, you may ask the question, am I obliged to do this? Do I have to do what the Bible says, to sing of the Lord a new song, to praise him on the organs, to praise him on the cymbals, the high-sounding cymbals, to praise him on the stringed instruments? Do I have to do this? Yes. Amen. You want to be blessed? Jesus says, blessed is that servant whom his Lord... Amen. This is in parable form now, but if I take the word Lord with the little L and I capitalize the L, his name is Jesus. So when the Lord cometh, amen, he needs to find, he's looking for faith, but with faith we're also going to be doing something as well. Amen. Verily I say unto you that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. Praise God. Now, if I go into the writings of Paul to the Ephesians, the Ephesus church at Ephesus, chapter 4, verse 1, he says, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. So when Jesus says, when I come back, blessed is the servant that I find so doing, walking, Paul, he rephrases it, same, same vision, it's just a few different different words. Paul says that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. Praise God. So we have a responsibility today, and that is to glorify God. We have a, and this is scriptural, the Bible says, to sing unto the Lord with a new song, to clap your hands unto the Lord, to serve the Lord in a dance, your feet get up off the ground. Hallelujah. To shout unto him with a voice of triumph. Praise God. Amen. So this is what, amen, and this is just a few things that we are, the Bible teaches us to do, and I welcome you, praise God, as we come into the presence of God. I thank God that we can, we can have this freedom and this liberty to do what the Bible teaches us to do. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. And we do it with freedom. We do it with liberty. Hallelujah. This may be the end of May in 2021, but we're blessed in this country. We're blessed in this city. We're blessed in this province. Praise God. I may not be able to travel to come see you, to shake your hand and give you a, a holy hug, a holy kiss. But I thank God through this technology, we can connect. Praise God. So I'm going to pray in about two minutes. Share this link so your friends and family, they too can be blessed. Praise God. Let's get everyone together. So when I come to God, hallelujah, praise God we will be in a position to receive. Praise God. Amen. So let's do that. Praise God before we change the order of the service. 
And again, today the message that I will be, that I, I brought this message in French and in the English language, this message is going to be, praise God, talking about how you and I live in these last days. Praise God. We're not just sitting around doing nothing. Praise God. When the Son of Man, when the Lord returns, amen, blesses that servant whom he finds so doing. Praise God. So what are we going to do? How do we live? What's life like in these end days? Praise God. One thing Jesus said, as often as you pray, pray this way. So I'm going to pray. Praise God. The Bible says, amen, I'm going to ask you at home to stand if you would. All my, all, all my brothers and sisters with me are standing this afternoon. So we stand in respect. And Jesus says, when you pray, you pray like this. Heavenly Father, hallowed be thy name. I thank God for this day which you have given us. It's a day of your mercy. It's a day of your grace. It's a day of blessing. Praise God that we can be found in the house of God, that we can be found coming together as brothers and sisters, saints who do not faint. Praise God. I thank God today for, we have this confidence in us. We have this assuredness in us because we serve a God who does not faint. And I thank God for it in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Now there's needs. I pray for my sister Helen, whatever the need is in her body. In Jesus' name, praise God. Find my sister from the top of her head to the sole of her feet. Give her what she needs in her flesh in the name of Jesus. Touch my brother Ian as he gets ready to leave that hospital room today. He's on his way home right now in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Bless him in Jesus' name. Praise God. I pray for Chase and for Mercedes that whatever circumstances that have brought the infection into their lives, Lord, amen, they know what to do, but I pray for them on their behalf, praise God, that whatever the effect of this germ, this virus, it ends, it changes from this day forth, they will know that the hand of God is doing a work in their young lives, praise God, that they seek your face and serve you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, praise God. Whoever else is listening, praise God, my sister Jane, whatever's troubling her body in a different area, in a different place with a different symptom, we come against these things now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I quench the wiles of the devil, praise God, be healed, my sister, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I thank God today. I command healing in your body. In Jesus' name, praise God. Whatever else our needs are, we have property that needs to be sold. We have jobs. We have companies. That, amen. They need to get up off the ground and get up and running in the name of Jesus. Touch my brothers and sisters who within the sound of my voice today, praise God, that they be blessed. Hallelujah. That they be blessed. In Jesus' name, we've served you with our tithes and our offerings. We've served you with the, our testimonies. We've served you with our lives in the name of Jesus. And now I pray a blessing upon each household, upon the companies and the businesses. Praise God that are listening, that are serving you in the name of Jesus. Praise God on their, on their children and their children's children. This is scriptural. I believe it. And it comes to pass today in Jesus' name. Praise God. Lord, I thank God for your word, which we have. If we're going to fall in love with every word which proceedeth out of the mouth of God, out of your mouth, in the name of Jesus, praise God, that the blessing, hallelujah, of your word is there for us in the preaching of the word of God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank God, praise God for this opportunity which we have, amen, to be found serving you in the name of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, giving you the praise and giving you the glory. Now I pray the word of God that it be anointed. As it comes out of my mouth, as it proceeds, praise God, it will find its way into good ground in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Souls will be saved as we further the kingdom of God, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I thank God for the blessing which we have today to assemble. Praise God for every one of us. Amen. Those who are around me this afternoon, those who are listening by technology, amen. Those who are walking out right now in the name of Jesus, it's too late. They've heard the word of God. They've been, they've been touched by your anointing in the name of Jesus. There's going to be a difference in the lives 
of men and women today because of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation, and I'm not ashamed of it. I'll lift it up. Praise God. I'll lift up that name, that mighty name, that glorious name, that powerful name, the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. There is no other name. Praise God. And I lift it up today. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise His holy name. Join with me at home. In the name of Jesus, take your liberty. Praise God. Hallelujah. And speak forth. Amen. Speak of that wondrous, wondrous salvation. Amen. Do not neglect the salvation of the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise His holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God once again for this opportunity. I thank God for all those listings. I pray for ears to be open right now. In the name of Jesus, to hear. Praise God. Eyes to be open to see as we focus, as we turn to the Word of God, and hearts that we be open to receive of your word, praise God, the message that you have for us today. Praise God, as we run with patience the race which is set before us. Praise God, in the name of Jesus, praise God, anoint the runners. Hallelujah, praise God. Spirit of the living God, be upon each and every one of us. Holy Ghost, lead us, guide us, comfort us. Hallelujah, into all truth. Praise his holy name. Thank you, Jesus, today for this blessing, praise God, which I have to lift up the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, praise God. Lord of lords, King of kings, hallelujah, my Savior, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. My healer, hallelujah, my deliverer, thank you, Jesus, praise God. Amen. He came to set free the captives, praise God. That's me. I was captive. Praise God. I was bound. Amen. But the fetters, the chains are broken. Hallelujah. Praise God. The anointing which breaks that yoke. Right now, I, amen, I command, I pray this anointing in the lives of my brothers and sisters, everyone listening, in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise His holy name. Praise God. Young people, in the name of Jesus, listening. Praise God. Teenagers, preteens. Lord, we need that power. Hallelujah. We need that power right now. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. To quench the fiery darts. Hallelujah. The wiles of the devil, they're defeated right now in the name of Jesus. Serpents, scorpions, vipers, they're under our feet in the name of Jesus. Devil, it is written. It is written. It is written. Flee from us as we resist you in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank God this victory belongs to each and every one. Hallelujah. Listening to me the, within the sound of my voice, praise God. Amen. This may, be not, this may not be what you heard in church. It may not be what they heard in this. May not be, they've never made, they may have never heard this before, but today, praise God, we're hearing, hallelujah, a gospel, praise God, which sets the captives free, a gospel so that the lame will walk, a gospel where blind eyes are open, a gospel, hallelujah, that, that, is, that brings deliverance and salvation. In the name of Jesus, the hope that this world needs. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Lord, I thank God today. Praise God for this blessing that each and every one of us has. In the name of Jesus. Everyone listening from the other side of this camera, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Pray for them. Praise God. My brothers and sisters, those specific needs and whatever else that is required in our lives. Hallelujah. To be victorious, we are not the victim. Devil, back off and back out. In the name of Jesus, whatever weapon you're trying to form against us, it does not prosper in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Amen. We need to better digestion. We need better circulation. We need better organs. We need better eyesight. We need better whatever we need. Amen. Jesus, praise God, can make it better. Praise God. It is well, like our sister was saying, it is well. It is well with my soul. Praise God. As we prosper in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise God. As our soul prospers, so does our health. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray these things. Amen and amen. Keep your hands up for a moment or two. Praise God. Amen. Don't put them down yet. 
Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. I've done my part. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's your turn. Amen. To add to what I have prayed. Show God that there's worshipers. Show God that there are true worshipers wherever you may be. Hallelujah. For worshipers that worship in spirit and in truth. His name is Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Hallelujah. Say his name. Hallelujah. Say his name. Amen. We worship him. Hallelujah. Praise God. Say his name. Jesus Christ. Not ashamed of the name. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. If you're just joining us, amen, this is a time of prayer. This is a time of worship. Praise God. In the presence of a holy God. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Amen. We've set aside whatever responsibilities or whatever things that this earth or that this flesh dictates that we say or do or how we're supposed to act or react. But we make a difference, praise God, because hallelujah, when I think of his goodness and all that he has done, someone say all that he has done, hallelujah, all that he has done, now say for me, praise God, for me, hallelujah, praise God. When I think of that, my very soul cries out, hallelujah, at home you say hallelujah, bless the Lord, amen, hallelujah, bless the Lord, hallelujah, praise God, amen, bless his holy name, hallelujah, David says I will bless thee, O Lord, amen, with all, amen, even encourages what's on the inside. He says, bless the Lord, oh my soul. Praise God. Amen. Because the flesh does, is not always up to the task. Amen. But we show the flesh who's boss. Amen. For the flesh is weak. The flesh is not willing, but the spirit is. Amen. And the spirit will have its way because the spirit, pray, I feed the spirit. The fear, the spirit, praise God. Amen. That is within me is the same spirit that raised up Christ from the dead. Praise God. Amen. So that spirit, which is dead raising, that spirit, which is life giving, Hallelujah. That's the spirit that is in me this afternoon. Praise God. Amen. And it doesn't matter what the flesh has got to say about it. It is no longer I that liveth, but it's Christ that liveth in me. Praise God. For I do not frustrate him in the grace of the gospel. Praise God, which has been bestowed upon us. Hallelujah. But I refuse. Amen. To do what the devil wants me to do and what the flesh wants to do to lay down and to give up and to be in despair. Praise God. Amen. But the hope which lieth in me, knowing that the greater one, which is Jesus Christ, Christ. Amen. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Praise God. Amen. That's why I'm not the victim. That's why I am the victor today. Praise God. That's why I'm more than the conqueror through him which strengthens me and his name is Jesus Christ. Praise God. Amen. I thank God today. Had they known they wouldn't have crucified him. But they thought they were doing, amen, what they figured they were doing, something that would be to their advantage. They laid him in a grave but that couldn't hold him. They put a stone in front of the door but that stone couldn't keep him in there. Amen. They put centurions and guards and no one would come in and come out, but they didn't know who they were dealing with. They were dealing with Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. Praise God. The I am resurrection. The I am life. The I am the way, the truth. Praise God. Amen. The I am the good shepherd. The I am the great shepherd. The I am the door. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. 
Blessed be his holy name today. Hallelujah. If you're wondering who I'm, if you're still wondering who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. And I thank God today for that blessing. Praise God. Hallelujah. The freedom which we have to lift up. Praise God. Say the name. Hallelujah. Say the name. Say his name, Jesus. Do not be ashamed. Praise God, my French brothers and sisters. You're still hanging around with us. Say the name in French. Amen. It'll still make devils tremble. Praise God. Amen. Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. Amen. Jesus, if you're Spanish, praise God. No matter where you're listening to, praise God. Amen. Say the name. Hallelujah. What's it in Italian? Amen. Hey, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Whatever language is, make the devil tremble. Praise God. Because the Bible says demons. Amen. Devils tremble at that name. Hallelujah. Praise God. I thank God today. I serve. Praise God. I bow down and I worship at that name. Hallelujah. Another 30 seconds. Go ahead, brothers and sisters. Praise God. Jesus, name above all other names, hallelujah, Jesus, the world needs to hear Jesus, not in vain, not as a cuss word, not as a swear word, but as Lord of lords, King of kings, thank you, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Worship that name, praise God. Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Another moment or two at home, praise God. I don't see you, I don't hear you, but follow the example of my brothers and sisters here. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Rose of Sharon. Lily of the Valley. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. He's done so much for me. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Set me free. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. You look at this world full of turmoil, troubles. What's on the inside of me? It's settled. I have peace in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, the Bible says to clap your hands, all you land. Go ahead and do that. Make some noise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen for me. Praise God. So much. Praise God. And he's not finished. Amen. Some people are acting like God's done. He's got nothing left. Amen. Well, the devil is a liar. Praise God. Hallelujah. He has done so much and he continues to do for. And that's why I lift him up and I give him all the praise. And I give him all the glory. And you at home, I encourage you to do the same thing. Before you find a seat and get comfortable, make sure you have the Word of God, a Bible in your hands. We're going to open it in a few minutes, and I'm going to read. 
Praise God. I've got some good things to read directly from the Word of God. So get your Bibles, get your Bibles, get your Bibles. It's time to read in a couple of minutes. Before I begin reading, share this link with your friends and your family so that they too will be blessed with the reading of the Word of God. Hallelujah. There's nothing greater, amen, in this life than to read the Word of God. Hallelujah. Heaven and earth shall pass. We can talk about blue skies, black skies, red skies, sunsets, sunrises. We can talk about all these things, but it will come to pass. And in fact, we're going to look at some of those, some of the scriptures that teaches us what is about to happen anytime soon. I don't know when, but in the meantime, how do we live? How do we survive? What are you and I, what should we be up to? We're going to look at life in these, in the last days, living in these last days. And I thank God. Amen. Last week we were talking about saints don't faint. And the reason why saints don't faint, because the God they serve does not faint. Hallelujah. That gives us the advantage, praise God, that we have over all the power of the enemy. Praise God. Amen. I'm not going to suffer loss. Amen. I'm not going to suffer what the devil wants me to suffer. I'm not going to be robbed. I'm not going to be killed. I can see him coming because of the Holy Ghost, because of the Spirit of God that is in me. Praise God. Amen. And this is why the Bible says, we shall be more than conquerors. Hallelujah. Because of Jesus Christ. Amen. The Bible encourages us in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. It says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Praise God. So that's what these next few minutes are all about. Praise God. If, if it lasts for over an hour, so be it. But be ready to be fed. Be ready to receive what God has. Praise God for our, it's, I mean, the correct word to use is blessing, but I'm going to use the word for our advantage. Praise God. Amen. It gives us power over all the power of the enemy. Praise God. And the devil is, he's doing his thing. Like the Bible says, he's seeking who may me devour. He's making a loud noise like a lion, but that lion doesn't disturb me, praise God. Amen. I am, I've made myself attached, praise God, to the lion of the tribe of Judah. That's a lion with a capital L. Praise God. And there's, there's the advantage, praise God, that we have. Praise God. And you can find out all about these things from the Word of God. You can find out all about, hallelujah, what... What we, what we can have, what God has provided for us today, praise God. I'm not speaking about things, you know, that you have to wait for, praise God. Now faith is the substance of things, praise God, that we don't see them, we hope for them, we don't see them. And we're going to look at invisible things today and where our focus should be. For the past year and a half, our focus has been on a little virus you don't see that. I don't know anybody who's ever seen COVID-19 with their, they can see it on telescopes and apparently it's green with little things sticking out or purple or whatever it is. I don't, I've never seen it. And so, but people are focused on it. Even though they haven't seen it, they can feel the effects of it. They can feel the symptoms of it. And unfortunately, it's taken lives. What's unfortunate, it's taken unsaved lives. And, but the scripture gives us something, praise God, that is a lot more positive to look at. Praise God. So without further ado, without wasting any more time, let's open up the Word of God. Let's get into our Bibles. Praise God. Last week we were reading in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 
And I'm going to very quickly reread those three verses that we read, especially the last two verses, as we move into chapter 5 and we progress, praise God, with the teaching, with what God has for us today to be ready. Amen. This is the gospel of the five wise. When Jesus gives us the parable of ten individuals and five missed on the opportunity to, of, the, of, of, their, uh, of being attached or being joined with the bridegroom because they weren't ready. They weren't around when it happened. And I've already read, it's like the teaching already started even before I prayed in Matthew chapter 24, verses 45 and 46, where Jesus says, well, when the Lord returns, blessed is the servant who he will be found doing, praise God. So we're doing today. Thank God for your tithes. Thank God for your offerings. Thank God for your testimonies. Thank God for your thumbs up and copying and pasting scripture in the comments section if you're listening to me via Facebook. Praise God. Speaking of my listeners, hallelujah. I've, I appreciate every one of you. Thank you for joining with us today. Praise God. Hallelujah. And listening. Amen. If you're listening, if you haven't commented, I, I welcome you and I appreciate your time. Praise God. And the, the, it is with the blessing of the, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that I, I feel I'm, I'm honored to bring the preaching of the Word of God and to implant the, the faith which we need into your lives. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we're going to do that by beginning to read in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Praise God. So share this link. I'm ready to go. Praise God. A little bit of water. Hallelujah. And then we're going to be on our way. Praise God. With what God has for you and I today. We're preaching Hallelujah, about the days that we are living in. I mentioned last week and a couple of weeks ago as well, when you look at the, Jesus said, we call it the signs of the times, but Jesus broke it down. He said, there's going to be signs on earth and there's going to be signs in heaven. And when I look at the signs, the earthly signs, if you would, I don't think there's anything left. We've got the wars. We've got the rumors of wars. We've got the pestilence. We've got the nation rising up against nation. We've got all those signs. So we begin to see the signs of the heavens, and I began preaching this a few weeks ago, that this is what we are going to see come to pass, and right on time, sure enough, amen, we see, the, you can't, you know, put on the television for a few minutes, and they show you little triangles floating in the skies, and aliens are amongst us, now they're announcing, now they want us to believe that there are, that there, that somebody's coming to get you, so... Um, and, and there is, scripturally there is, somebody's coming to get his saints, but he's not a Martian, he's not green, he's not from another planet. He is the son of the living God, and his name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. But the devil wants to fool you. See, we read in Revelations 13, if you remember, where the Bible says that all the inhabitants of the earth, which means everybody, all the inhabitants of the earth, they shall be deceived. So the devil is working on this massive deception that he's got going. Amen. The only way that you will not be deceived is through the word of God. The only way that you will be able to see what is what is, is by reading, is by knowing what thus saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because everything else that is around us that has, that has existed, I don't care how long that it has existed for. I don't care if this is a fairy story or fairy tale, uh, fairy tale that has been passed on from generation to generation. Before that, before any fairy tales, before any stories, before any vain imaginations of men and women, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. So all these things that have just shown up after the fact 
too late. God has already spoken. The word has existed from the way back in the beginning. Well, what was before that? The word. Well, what was before that? The word. Was there anything before that? The word in the beginning was the word. And you can read this in John chapter 1. And the word was with God and the word was God. Hallelujah. So anything coming in afterwards, well, it imitates, it just, it, it, it influences negatively whatever people have come up with their ways. And we can see how the word of God today is just being pushed aside and God is being pushed aside with it. But I thank God today, praise God. The Bible teaches me that this word is immutable. God has spoken his word and it is, it's, it's from a God who does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I thank God that an unchanging God can speak an unchanging changing word. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to repeat that a little slower. An unchanging God will speak an unchanging word. Hallelujah. That's what you've got in your hands. Praise God. Amen. And I thank God. Not everyone believes that, but I thank God today. Amen. If you don't, if you got trouble believing that, well, then get saved. Praise God. Amen. It's time we Time we, we, it's time we smarten up. You know, the Bible says there's a scripture, sister, if you don't mind, amen, where it says, awake unto righteousness and sin not. Amen. So we got we to gotta shake people, praise God, and, and get them out of their slumber. The, you know, the devil has it. And, and I can be talking about people that are walking the sidewalk or in the clubs or in the pubs or, or laying, on, laying somewhere on a, on, a, on a beach or whatever. Amen. But even within the church system, there's people just sitting there saying, eh, well, you know, I don't know what to do. And this is why this message is important because it's going to allow us, it's going to give us some insight, not only on what God expects us, amen, to be or who he expects us to be and what he expects us to do. Last week we read, Jesus said, watch and pray. So we're watching, we're praying. That's doing something. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, if you don't watch and pray, he, he says, watch and pray that you will be accounted worthy. So if you don't watch and if you don't pray, you, are, you will not be accounted worthy to escape. Amen. The wrath which is to come. Amen. Some people run around, they think this is God's, dis God's displeased with this earth, and this is, no, this is not God. What, what we are experiencing today is not the wrath of God, it's sin. The earth is groaning, the earth has been messed up, men is messed up, women is messed up because of sin. This is the evidence of sin that is running rampage, that is out of control. We're going to look at, Peter's going to give us some insight on when the wrath of God comes. And we looked at, when God's wrath is comes, is poured out upon this earth. It happened once by rain, by, by the flood, by the deluge. Well, the righteous man Noah, he had prepared. It took him a while, but he was prepared to escape the wrath of God. Lot was led out of town by a couple of angels. They escaped the wrath of God. So we escaped the wrath of God. It's just we got to put up with all this, the nonsense of sin. We got to put up with the, with the, 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 the willingness of human flesh to continue in disobedience in complete disregard of what thus saith the Lord. No intentions whatsoever, praise God. And that's why that scripture is important when it says, you had to wake up. I mean, it's up to you and I to wake them up, shake them and wake them. Hallelujah, unto righteousness, praise God, so that they know that Jesus Christ is coming. Like our billboard, our third billboard went up this week. It says, "Are you, be ready, amen, for the return of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So we're making signs. Hallelujah to the world to get ready and to be ready. Praise God. Amen. This is kind of where we left off last week. Amen. Speaking of the saints who don't faint. 
Praise God. We don't faint because the God whom we serve does not faint. Hallelujah. Because we have a shepherd. Jesus says, without a shepherd, they shall faint. These are scriptures we looked at last week. So if you, did, if you missed that teaching, go back and listen to what the teaching was last week. I listened to it a couple of times this week, and it was a blessing. Praise God, just as a reminder of what the, what the Holy Ghost had given me or what, uh, what, I, had, what I had spoken, praise God, what, uh, uh, last week and, and the week before, speaking of these last days and how are we ever going to survive this? Amen. Some people say, well, they didn't have COVID-19 in the Bible. I know they had other things in the Bible as well. Praise God. And knowing that the greater one, amen, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Knowing this, I can face whatever storm. I can face whatever devil. I can face whatever demon. I can face whatever negativity. I don't care what weapon is formed against me. It shall not prosper. Thank God for the prophet Jeremiah. Hallelujah. That was able to pen these words. That was able to say, thus saith the Lord. Praise God. Amen. This gives me the confidence. This gives me the boldness. This gives me the understanding that I have. And that makes me a person who I am where my mind is made up. Praise God. Where my feet are, you know, they're anchored. They're, they're on that rock. And his name is Jesus Christ. And I shall not. Praise God. Say it. I shall not. Amen. I shall not be moved. Praise God. You won't move my mind. You won't move my heart. You won't move my soul. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I read 2 Corinthians 4 verse 1. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry. So some, some people don't know what, what's available, so we, we, got, we got to remind them. Amen. And this is what I'm here. Praise God. That you, that you turn to the scriptures, that you turn to the word of God. As we have received mercy, we faint not. Saints, don't faint. Hallelujah. For which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish, and this is what we're going to look at, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Uh, that's, that's good news. Hallelujah. Praise God. This gospel is good news. Now jump down to verse 16. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 16. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal. Someone say everlasting. Someone say eternal. Weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen. Verse 18. I'm going to come back to it probably in about an hour or so. So... I'm going to read some other scriptures, but don't lose this spot. Verse 18, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Saying, can you give me an example of that? Yes. The word, you hear me speak, you can hear me speak, you can't touch it, you can't see nothing. Amen. It's something that is invisible. It's something that is not seen. The Word of God. The Bible says the Word is spirit. Jesus said, every word that I speak is spirit and it is life. So when I open up the Word of God, amen, you say, well, does that mean Leviticus? Yes. Does that mean Revelation? Yes. I know some people, they, they struggle. They say, I've never read through it. Well, it's spirit and it's life. So just read. Some, some of the passages are difficult. Amen. I thank God for John 3.16 and Psalm 23, but all the other verses, all the other chapters, 
that are there for me. Praise God. Gives me that spirit, which is the word, gives me life in me. Praise God. They're eternal. Amen. Everything, the Bible teaches me that everything that the word has created, the word was spoken, it created mountains, it created rivers, streams, the sun, the light, the moon, the stars. It created the stars, and the word keeps the stars in their place. This is what the Bible teaches me. But everything that the word has created shall come to naught. Jesus said, heaven and earth shall pass, but the word which I speak unto you, they, they, that word shall not pass. Praise God. So if I'm speaking of eternal things, or if I'm speaking of everlasting things, I'm speaking of a word, a word which is proceeded out of the mouth of God. God's word is eternal because God is eternal. Praise God. Amen. This is what gives me, hallelujah, the blessing to continue to read, to continue to, to grasp, and to continue to, to continue to hang on. Pray what God has given me and let no man, amen, let no woman and let no devil rob me of what I have, what I have received from God. Amen. For we know. I continue to read in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, the first verse. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, and pay close attention to the word dissolved, it, it appears three times in the New Testament, and we're going to, we're going to read them. We're going to find out what's going to happen. What is God's plan for this place? Praise God. But I'm not concerned of this earthly house, this tabernacle, if you look at the subtitle of this teaching that I wrote, Living in the Last Days, Living in this Tabernacle. This is a tabernacle which you can see, which you can touch, which you can feel, you can poke at it, you can see that. But the writer here, Paul, is telling the church in his day, and this is for our day as well, he says, let's be concerned about the things which are, not, which are not seen, for those things are or is what is eternal. Praise God. Hallelujah. And this is what I speak of today. So 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were to be dissolved, we have a building of God, and house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. That's what I'm striving for. That's what I'm, that's, I'm, that's what I have been promised. And as I mentioned the word striving, this is what my aim is or my goal is to be a partaker of this promise. So I'm not concerned of something that's not going to last very long. I'm not concerned of something which is temporal, which is good, just going to stick around for a day or two or like a vapor and it's gone. Hallelujah. I am investing or I am determined to live my life in a way, praise God, which I will reap the benefits of eternity, of life, which is everlasting. Hallelujah. Some people aren't doing anything. They're, I, I live my life. This is how what I explained to my French brothers and sisters this afternoon. I live my life like Jesus is coming back in 30 seconds. Amen. That's the way I'm living. Amen. Ready, be ready, be ye therefore ready, so I'm ready. As if Jesus will come back in 15 seconds, because 30, 30 seconds, 15, there's 10 left. I live my life, amen, like Jesus is coming back in 30 seconds, but I have plans for the next 30 years. 
Amen. I don't know the day. I don't know the hour. I plan on being busy. I plan on being occupied. I plan on being the servant. Amen. Which is true. The servant which is faithful. With the servant with, wherein will be found faith when Jesus Christ comes back. Praise God. Doing these things which we have been told, we're told to do from God. Hallelujah. She's saying, well, what exactly are we told to do? Well, we're going to get, we're going to look into that. Before I continue, 2 Corinthians 5.1, don't lose that page. We're going to come back to it. Before I come back, I want to read from 2 Peter chapter 3. So help me preach this gospel. Share this link. Praise God with your friends and family. Help me preach. Help me sow. Others will come and join us. Praise God. Good to see you, my sister Sharon. Amen. My sister Rosa, thanks for joining with us. Share this link. Praise God. I'm going to read a few verses in 2 Peter chapter 3. I'm going to begin reading from verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. And this is what we're talking about. This is, this is when there is going to be a major change for this earth, for the inhabitants of this earth, for anyone who's left here, who left left behind. Amen. And we still have time. We're still good because we're still here. Amen. I don't want to jump ahead of myself, but the 15th verse in this chapter, it says God's patience. To use the French word in English, it says the long suffering of the Lord is your salvation. Amen. Or is salvation. I think is what it's what it, in English it says the long suffering of, of the Lord is salvation. So here we are, God's patience. Amen. However long you've been on this earth, that's how long you've had to get saved. Whatever time you have left, I don't know. So if I were you, don't wait. Do not hesitate. Amen. If you're hearing the call of God in your life now, now is now. Now is, now is the time. Today is the day. Praise God. Since we're in this chapter, this is a beautiful chapter that Peter was inspired of the Holy Ghost to write us, to write and to write for us. Verse 15, it says, an account that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation. Some would say is salvation. Praise God. Some of you be glad Jesus didn't come back a year ago. God didn't pull the plug on this thing you know, five years ago. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Someone say amen. 20 years ago. Praise God. Whenever. Praise God. Back to our teaching, verse 10. In the same chapter, 2 Peter chapter 3. The day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. The elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also, which means the earth also melts. And the works that are therein shall be burned. Seeing then, verse 11, this is important. Last week we left off with seeing in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 1. Therefore, seeing... We're changing books. We're changing writers. 
and they still want us to see something. Hallelujah. So 2 Corinthians 4, verse 1, seeing then that we have this, therefore seeing we have this ministry. Now 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 11, seeing then, aren't you glad you can see some things? Aren't you glad? I, you, you usually hear me pray, open up our eyes so that we can see. Open up our ears so that we can hear. Open up our hearts so that we can receive. Amen. You ought to be glad. You ought to be thankful for that, that praying. So that you are blessed, like the prophet says, blessed to have eyes to see. Amen. If you're blind, following the blind, you're going to end up in the ditch. Jesus is the way. He's not the ditch. Amen. I don't care what they tell you in Sunday school or in church. They say, it's all right to be on the fence, or it's all right to, to be on the deciding line, or on the sidelines, or on the, the, no. When I'm driving down a highway, and you always see the rubble and the rubbish, there's always a shoe and a tin can and a filthy bottle and whatever, paper, and it's always, it's never on the center line, it's always on the side of the road. I'm not going to heaven on the side of a road. There shall be a way, and that way shall be called the way of holiness. And his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm not on the wayside where the seed just ends up and ends up lost. I am on the way, and his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is how I exhort the saints today and this afternoon. This is the work of my ministry. Praise God. In Ephesians chapter 4, you can read, amen, the gifts that were given to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the teacher, and the pastor for the working of the ministry, praise God, for the perfecting of the saints, hallelujah, and the third thing, amen, for the edification of the brothers, praise God. Did I get that right in English? Hallelujah. That, those, the scriptures, praise God, will appear. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. We went through it uh, in... Um, is that right? 4, Ephesians 4.11. And verse 12 gives us the reasons. There's pastors, there's apostles, there's prophets, there's evangelists, and there's teachers for the perfecting of the saints, one. For the work of the ministry, two. Amen. God doesn't set things up for nothing. Someone say amen. Amen. God doesn't do something just for the fun of it. Amen. Three, for the edifying of the body of Christ. That's you and I. So the edification that I have today is knowing whom we serve, knowing our destination, knowing the promise. If, if we are to be partakers of God's promise, well, we got some of us, we need to smarten up. Amen. If you want it in, in King James evangelizing language, we need to get saved. Amen. Sanctify ourselves. Seeing, listen, go, let's go back to Peter. He's saying, well, you know what? Uh, not so sure. Okay, let's find out from Peter. Hallelujah. Peter will confirm what I'm saying in 2 Peter 3, 11. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved. There's that word again. What manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Now, conversation is an old King James word that describes your, your, the way you live or your lifestyle, your attitude. It's just not, it's just not we use it as conversation, as a word, uh, or, or as a, an exchange of, of words between two people. That's what we, the two people who converse, that's how we use it. But 400 years ago, conversation meant life, how you live. 
So Peter is saying now, we know this is going to happen. The elements are going to burn. We read in verse 10, he says, the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. So how, what are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to be living? The heavens shall pass away with a great noise. What are we supposed to be doing about that? The elements shall melt with fervent heat. Okay, so what, what are we doing in preparation? Now knowing, seeing then that these things are going to be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? There's two words that are going to stand out in this text. Listen, godliness, verse 12, looking. Amen. You can't look if you can't see. So when you read verse 10, where it's, verse 11, where it says seeing, you see something. Now that you can see, now that your eyes are open, you can look for something. Hallelujah. This is God's perfect order. Verse 11, seeing. I can see. Amen. If you can see, you begin to look. What are you looking for? And hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved. There's that word again. And the elements shall melt with fervent heat. It's just a question mark. Seeing that this is going to happen, looking for these events to take place, how do we live? I'm glad you asked. Amen. Verse 13. Nevertheless... 2 Peter 3, verse 13. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look. Aren't you glad you can see something? Amen. No use looking if you're blind. Amen. Every time I ask for something that I can't find, Lord, he says, don't bother looking, you're blind. No use looking when you're blind. Amen. Couldn't see the tube of paste. She says, you can't see the tube of toothpaste if it was right in front of you. And I said, well, who moved it? It should be there. It's moved over. And she'll say, don't bother looking, you're blind. Today, man, I want to use these scriptures as the work of the ministry to edify so that you can see, give you something, praise God, to, to, to look forward to. Hallelujah. And not just sit around and wait for something to happen. Praise God. We have, listen to how we live. This is life in the last days. Not fear, not worried, not chewing our fingernails right down to the quick and go, oh, no, 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 what to do, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? The economy's gone. My job is gone. My work is gone. And we're all nervous. And even open up the refrigerator and eat something good. Or, it's, you know, people are anxious. And they, they, don't know how to, they, they don't know how to control. And Listen, we have, we have a spirit of calm. We have a spirit of peace in us. In verse 12, you're saying, if this is really going to happen, how, how can you be so at ease? Because God has a plan for you and I. Hallelujah. Amen. This doesn't make me nervous. Amen. This is, this is not going to make me upset or make me concerned. My concern is souls that will be lost. So I'm doing my best to preach, to edify, to exhort, amen, to, to, to whether I got to love them out of hell or scare them out of hell one way or the other. Whatever gospel is required, amen, for the results needed to save souls. Praise God. With love and compassion. Amen. But otherwise, all these things that are taking place around me, they are. Amen. And even when it comes to this flesh, this earthly house, as we just finished reading, it's gone one day. Amen. 
But what's on the inside, this is what's at stake. What's in you is eternal. What's in you, that spirit, is everlasting. And this is what we have to put into an order that will be a godly order. Not to be lost unto perdition. As I said, a way which leadeth unto life. His name is Jesus Christ. I am on that way. I'm not on the wayside. I am on that way which leadeth unto life. And it's Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So now Peter says, now we look, verse 12, 2 Peter 3, 12. Looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of the Lord, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, verse 13, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth. Well, I don't see anything coming. Well, that's where faith comes in. We look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. So that's what we're looking for because that's the plan of God. If you're looking for something else, whether you find it or not, it doesn't make much difference to me. Or whether you think you found it or whether you think you saw it makes no difference to me. Outside of the plan of God makes no difference to me. We need to be found within the center of God's will at all times. Amen. Lest we be lost. Amen. Lest we lose our soul. Lest we lose what we're looking at. For I press toward the mark for the prize. Amen. Of the high calm. Forgetting those things which are past. Amen. Paul wrote to the church in his day. The writer in Hebrews says, Run with patience the race which is set before you. Lay aside every weight and the sin which would easily beset you. We're surrounded by that weight, and we're surrounded by that sin, and it wants to knock us off track. It wants to knock us off course, but the devil is a liar. Amen. I've set my eyes, praise God, on that prize, praise God, which is before me. There's a mark. There's a target, which, which is my aim. Praise God, and I thank God, amen, through Jesus Christ and through the Spirit of the living God. Amen. I will not miss the mark. Amen. I will not miss, praise God, what I am aiming for, and Paul made it clear. He says, for I want to know him. And in the, I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. And he was talking about Jesus Christ, who is resurrection. Jesus Christ, who is resurrection life for you and I today. Praise God. This is not religion. Amen. This is, this is me securing my place. Jesus says, I don't want you to be afraid. And I don't want you to be troubled. I don't want you to be nervous. And I don't want you to be anxious of all whatever is going to take place under this earth. He says, I'm going to leave and I'm going to prepare a place for you. Amen. And I thank God today that I have a place that is being prepared for me by Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. And I intend, praise God, to keep my place. Hallelujah. Amen. The devil doesn't want me to have it, but too bad on him. Amen. Jesus Christ has already given me that promise, and I thank God, amen, that I'm going to make good. I'm going to make true to that promise. Praise God and have my place, and this is an everlasting place. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name that I have. Praise God. That's why it's worth all the effort. That's why it's worth, praise God, whatever we need to go through for. I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not, amen, are not worthy to be compared to the glory which shall be revealed in us. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Amen. Go into Romans chapter 8 and read. Praise God. Amen. Where, where Paul is questioning what will separate you from the promise of God. What will separate you from the love of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Wars, tribulations, famines, nudity, poverty. Amen. All these things. That, and I know we're up against them every day. We're up against the economy. Every day we're up against bad news and more bad news. We're up against the virus. We're up against the variants. We're up against regulations and restrictions and such. But I thank God, amen, as I look at all these things that we're up against in the flesh, carnally speaking, as far as my spirit is concerned, praise God, amen, I'm in good hands. Hallelujah. I am in the Father's hands. Hallelujah with the promise that no man shall be able to pluck me out. Praise God where I'm at. Hey, hallelujah. And I'm enjoying, praise God, where I, where I am today. Praise God. This is life in the last days. I mean, this is living in the end time. Hallelujah. Praise God. Not concerned. I'm not digging a hole in my backyard and lining it with cement and calling it, you know, bunker and, make, and, and storing up cans of, of non-perishables. Is that, is that what it's called? Amen. My Lori came home from the dentist, I think it was this week or last week for, I don't know, adjustment or whatever was being done. And she said, oh, she's doctor. I won't say his name, but doctor, you know, it's a Jewish name, but I won't say the name. His doctor says, show me this video. And he says, he says, you better have two weeks of cans and two weeks of water and two weeks of, amen. That's because his Messiah hasn't come yet. Amen. Like I said, he's Jewish. His Messiah hasn't come. He's still waiting for his Messiah. Amen. My Messiah has come. My Messiah is in me. Amen. I have whatever I have in, in store. Praise God. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Amen. What good is two weeks of water and two weeks of cans when it's all going to go? When it's all going to be dissolved. Amen. I don't care the efforts that are being made. I mentioned this last week. Save this planet. Save this is like the new, then this is like the summer theme. We got to save this planet. We got to cut down. Stop eating beef. Cut down on emissions. Use a paper straw or don't use a paper straw. Is it use a metal straw? Whatever it is. Amen. They're giving us, save yourself from this untoward generation. That's what needs to be saved. Amen. If men and women were to be saved, the planet would be in good shape. Amen. If men and women, if salvation would be running rampant, there wouldn't be a, we wouldn't have the state of, the sad state of affairs that our planet is in. Amen. Our planet, the Bible teaches me our, the planet is groaning and it's moaning and it's suffering because of sin. Amen. Get rid of sin and sin won't get rid of this planet. Amen. Get rid of sin and sin won't get rid of you. Amen. Get rid of sin and put yourself in a position where God will be able to take you and to mold you and to be able to use you. A vessel, meet for the master's use, sanctified. Hallelujah. Amen. So many people, they believe, oh, I said a prayer and I'm, I, I, I'm working salvation or I, I'm saved or this is a, the, to the extent. Well, after salvation comes a whole lot of sanctification. You don't hear that being teached. Amen. People have a bad conception of what sin is. Sin is disobedience unto God. Sin is rebellion unto God. Sin separates. Sin kills. Sin binds. Sin is deception. And yet they stand up behind the pulpit and say, well, I sin every day. Well, you're bound. You're serving a master. You're enslaved to a master. Read Romans chapter 6, where sin shall no longer have dominion, not after I die, but today. 
That is the promise that we have been given through the power of the Almighty God and His Son, praise God, that gives us the power over sin, that gives us the power over darkness, that gives us the power over, over the enemy that just wants us to be found. Stand fast in the liberty wherewith Jesus Christ has made you free and be not again entangled with that yoke of bondage. This is what Paul wrote to the Galatian church. Hallelujah. So once you're made free, he said, stand fast. Be free. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you're not free at home, be free. I command you to be free today in the name of Jesus Christ. He came to make people free. He said, the truth you shall know, the truth you're hearing today, the truth will make you free. The truth sets you free from this day forward. Hallelujah. I thank God today, praise God, that I can see what is written that, that God has given us through his word. Hallelujah. And this is how we live today in the last days. A couple of weeks ago, I established through the prophet Joel and reading in Acts chapter 2, where Peter stood up and he says, in the last days, this is what's going to happen. So I, I proved by scripture, these are the last days. Hallelujah. And since then, I've been meditating or the Holy Ghost has given me inspiration to teach on how we live in the last days, knowing Peter says, now you know this is what's going to happen. On the coming of the day of God, he says, the heavens, they're going to be on fire. It's, they're going to be dissolved. And the elements shall melt with fervent heat, verse 13. We, according to his promise, we look. Nevertheless, that's going to happen. Nothing you and I can do about it. It's a done deal. God said it. Can someone say Amen. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, we have a promise. Thank God for the promise. Hallelujah. The blessings, praise God, that belong to the children of God today. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, we look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. And sin is not going to dwell in that place. Amen. Unrighteousness is not going to dwell in new earth and new heaven. Amen. So you're dry, if you want to read Galatians chapter 5, verses 21, uh, or a little earlier, I think the, the fruits, of, or not the fruits of the Spirit, but the fruits of the flesh, I guess it would be the, the way the flesh acts. If you want to continue in your drunkenness, if you want to continue in your lasciviousness, if you want to continue in your revelings, if you want to continue in your evil, if you want to continue in your disobedience, in your lyings, in your murmurings, in your backbitings, all these things, there's a long list. I don't know them all by heart, but I read it every once in a while to remind me, don't live like that. Amen. You want to live like that? You're going to be sticking around. You get to see them. The melting, the dissolving that is going to take place. Verse 13, nevertheless, we according to his promise look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look, where is, are you still looking? Amen. Verse 12, looking. Verse 13, look. Verse 14, look. I'm hesitant to continue reading. Verse 14. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, how do we live? Verse 14. Now, if you're looking for such things, be diligent that you may be found of him in peace. Someone say peace. Without spot, without wrinkle. This is some scripture. You don't hear this in church very much because 
Or if they read it, they say, well, you know, our human nature. Well, I had a human nature once, but then I got born again. Amen. Now, I no longer walk after the flesh to mind the things of the flesh, but I walk after the Spirit, and I mind the things of the Spirit. Romans chapter 8. So if you still have a human nature, get born again. That's why you get born again. Amen. You don't get born again a second time or born again. You don't, your human nature doesn't come around the second time over. That, is, you got, that, that, that doesn't make sense. Amen. And God's not, I don't know what to say. God's not dumb. Amen. If you're going to get born a second time, you're going to get born again right. Righteous. God's way. Not coming out, coming out of my mother's womb. I am born, the Bible says, short of the glory of God, for we have all sinned. So God says, Jesus says, marvel not, don't be surprised, don't be shocked. Jesus says, marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. Hallelujah. So when I get born again, the Bible teaches me this, this new birth, if you would, in Christ Jesus, if any man, if any woman be in Christ Jesus, they are a new creature. Behold, old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That's being born again. God's way. Amen. The sinful nature, because of Adam, was passed on to his, to Cain, who, be, who, who ended up to be a murderer. It didn't take long. First generation, Adam. Next generation, Cain, murderer. This sinful nature was passed on from father to father, if you would, from dad to dad, from mother to mother, the bloodline. Doesn't matter where the blood went left or blood went right in the family tree, wherever you trace the bloodline, sin, because of one man, sin came into this world. Amen. But there was a birth, if you read in Luke chapter 1, there was a man that came that was born not of the seed of a man. So this bloodline of curse, this bloodline of sin stopped when Jesus Christ, that's why Jesus Christ could not have Joseph as a father. That's why the word by the angel where Mary said, let it be according to thy word, and the word was spoken and something was formed, and excuse me, Joseph, but you had nothing to do with it. Amen. So this curse stopped. This curse of sin stopped. Amen. I know some people don't believe in virgin birth. Well, to see, you know, things are exaggerated. History was written wrong. It was translated and misinterpreted. And what was found in the desert should have been blah, 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 blah. They go on with all they don't believe. You need to believe in this because God had every intention to put a stop to the curse that came into this world. It cursed man. It cursed woman. It cursed this earth. It cursed their garden. It cursed their flesh. Sin. Sin did this. Disobedience caused this. When I look at, this is long weekend of May 2021, when I look at what's happening around me, it's sin. That's what it is. Sin binds. Sin compromises. Sin deceives. Sin does all these things. And the devil is having a heyday just spreading sin. And if you think COVID-19 is contagious, sin is more contagious. You're born with it. I've never heard of anybody born with COVID yet. I don't know, maybe they, you never know. Something new with the variant. But every one of us have been born in sin. Every one of us. Amen. 
short of the glory of God. But Peter says, there is, there is a difference. God made me different, so I think differently. Amen. Think about it. My mind has been renewed. Romans chapter 12, verses 1, 2, and 3. Throw the third verses good too. I'm not conformed to this world, but I am transformed. I may be in it, but not of it. How am I transformed? By the renewing of my mind. So you get a new mind. Amen. People say, it sounds like you've been brainwashed. Yep, sure have. Amen. Got my brain washed, got my heart washed, got my soul washed, got my feet washed, got my hands washed. I've been, more than just my brain has been washed, I've been washed in the blood, in the soul cleansing blood. Hallelujah. I know I've been brainwashed. Praise God. Amen. And it's good to be clean. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know if you're with me this afternoon. Amen. I want you to have this Praise God. I, I want you to have this, this assuredness, this confidence, this boldness, amen, that can only come through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So I read in verse 14, he says, wherefore? Verse 13 says, nevertheless, we, verse 14 says, now wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace. And these last four words I have underlined, without spot and without wrinkle. Amen. Blameless, sorry. Maybe read this right. Without spot and blameless. Hallelujah. Reading from the King James, if you're wondering. Praise God. Get the reader right. 2 Peter 3, verse 14, Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. We're saying, is that possible? Well, is Peter a liar? Amen. Is Peter, was Peter not inspired of the Holy Ghost? Amen. Godliness, holiness, as we look, amen, towards these things, amen, as we see what is attached to this description of the events that are to come, Peter here is, we, all, we, also, we always call him a disciple or the apostle Peter, but Peter in these few verses is prophetic. This is prophecy that Peter is putting out there for you and I to understand. And as Peter begins to lay these things out, he said, this is what's going to happen. But he says, on the bright side, what is temporal, what is earthly, it shall be dissolved. So Peter's saying, let's be focused, let's dwell on what is everlasting, and that's the soul, that's the spirit that is inside of you today. And in the meantime, we expect this to happen anytime. I don't know when. But he says, this is how you are going to live without spot and blameless. Now let's go back to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. For we know that if our 
earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved. There's the third time that word is used in the New Testament. We have a building of God and house not made with hands. It's eternal in the heavens. Can someone say amen? Verse 2. Now I'm going to continue reading. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house which is from heaven. We're anxious. We're waiting for it. We are prepared to receive it. Even some people are not prepared. Unprepared, you will not receive it. You're not going to get it. Amen. Remember, Jesus says, watch and pray that you faint not, that you be accounted worthy. We looked at this last week. Don't watch, don't pray. You will not be accounted worthy. If I really want to say it directly, and I hesitate, but I will anyways, I'll say it. Don't watch, don't pray. You're not worthy. Amen. That's why people today in these last days are running around, they're doing all, they're not watching, they're not praying, they're doing whatever they're doing. Sometimes you can't stop them, or we try, but you can't anyways. They're doing what they're doing. They're, they're not worthy. I mean, they're doing what they feel like they're do, they want to do. They're doing what they feel their flesh wants to do. They're not doing what the master has told us to do. If I need to go back, and I think I will, to Matthew chapter 24, which I read earlier. He says, now the Lord is going to leave and he's going to give some responsibilities to his servant. This is the teachings of Jesus. And this servant, if this servant is faithful, and if this servant is wise, verse 45, Matthew 24, whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season, blessed is this wise servant, blessed is this faithful servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh. Amen. So when the Lord comes, if I go back to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, if so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened, not that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon, that mortality might be swallowed up. Three weeks ago, I began this teaching with Jesus Christ, who says, shall the Son of Man, when he returns, shall the Son of Man find faith upon this earth? Now, reading these scriptures, it seems that not only does Jesus, when he comes back, is he, is he, will he look for faith in you and in me, but he's going to be looking for a servant that is occupied or a servant that is doing what the Lord has given us or given his servants to do, and I'm his servant. You are his servant. Amen? Listening, we are servants. If he is our Lord... We are servants. That's what that means. People saying he is Lord, and they don't realize saying, well, you're a servant. Amen. That's that understanding. And when he comes, he wants to find his servants that are wise. Amen. Did you read this with me? 
Who then is a faithful and wise servant? This is Matthew 24, 45. I need some water. I'll give you 10 seconds. Matthew 24. I know I'm in Peter, but go back to Matthew. I read it before I prayed, and it bears repeating. Because I'm preaching the gospel of the five wise. And listen to what Jesus says. Who then is a faithful and... Underline the word wise. Amen. Are you a foolish servant running around with a lamp and have no oil? Or are you a wise servant? Like I said, this is the gospel of the five wise. Maybe a hard gospel to preach, but somebody's got to stand in the gap. Amen. And this understanding, as I read these verses, this understanding, it induces wisdom. It imparts wisdom. From what I read, from what's inside of me, I'm imparting this wisdom to you through the grace of God, through the Spirit of God, through the Holy Ghost. Amen. The first day I opened this book and began to read, I wasn't very wise. I was smart enough to read, but that's about all I knew. Amen. And then my, my mother taught me the 23rd Psalm and John 3.16 and other scripture verses. And once I was old enough, then I began to read and was blessed. Well, there's a good proverb. I have to know this by heart or this chapter or whatever. And then the Bible says, as we grow in the grace and in the knowledge, this is what helps us, praise God. I even grow in the grace and the knowledge Sunday nights when I get home and I usually what my routine is, I set up, I reset the computer, I take it down from the church, and when I get home, I put it back up, and render, these files start rendering, and while my computer's working, I sit back, and I begin to read all the comments. And I grow. Someone say grow. Amen. The scriptures that you write and post, Hallelujah. Sometimes all the scriptures that I recite or all the scriptures that I've set aside, I'll be at home reading, hey, sister, I never thought of that one. Wow, I should have known. Amen. And that blesses me. Because somehow, amen, from reading or reciting whatever it is, and somehow there's a scripture that you pulled out of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. And you posted it in the comments. Amen. Something that didn't come to my mind. Amen. But something that came to your mind. And it edifies and it comforts me. Praise God. I make a note of it saying, next time I preach or next time I'm on this, sub, praise God, there's a verse. I need to add that to my arsenal. Amen. Three, it is written, and the devil shall flee. Praise God. It doesn't take much. Amen. But I have what it takes. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. To put the devil on the run. Praise God. Amen. To let him know who is. Hallelujah. Who is. Who, let the devil know who is who. And his name is Jesus Christ. Let the devil know who is the boss. Let the devil know, pray, that he will not be able to have his way with you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Whatever the devil comes and tries to tell you and try to convince your mind and stir things up. Who then is a faithful and wise servant? I have my lamp and I've got oil in my lamp. Hallelujah. 
and I'm sitting right now at the feet of Jesus Christ, where I've been for the past hour, and I'm getting a refill on my oil. I'm adding oil, praise God. Amen. I'm adding substance to what I'm carrying around. Amen. As I carry the Word of God with me, praise God. Amen. There's a new proverb. There's a new psalm. There's a new verse. There's a new scripture. There's a new understanding. Hallelujah. That keeps my lamp, praise God, burning. That keeps the oil, praise God, where the oil should be. Hallelujah. Praise God. So in that midnight hour, I'm not going to be running around looking for what I need. Jesus says, be ye therefore ready, praise God. Hallelujah. And I thank God, amen, the word of God, which I'm receiving, which I'm hearing today. Praise God. It allows me not only to be ready, but allows me to stay ready. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Because the devil is trying to come around to knock you off your feet or to do whatever. Amen. The sin, the weight, which should easily beset us, it's all around us. Praise God. But there's something on the inside of me. Are you with me today? Go back to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Trust you didn't lose that place. Find it if you did. Share this link. Help me sow. Help me preach. I'm going to read it a little slower. I'm going to begin reading from verse 3. If so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked or we shall not be found without. We're talking about this two different habitations, if you would, or two different dwellings. The earthly house, which we read in the first verse, and verse 4, where Paul says, Now we that are in this tab tabernacle, yeah, we do groan. Well, last week we read for your light affliction. There's things that in the flesh or carnally that work, do what they're, do what they should be doing. But again, my concern is what's on the inside. That's how I live my life through these troubled times, if you would. Maybe trouble on the outside, but there's no trouble on the inside. Hallelujah. Are you with me today? Amen. So many fall on this side. Ten times more falls on this side. A thousand, ten thousand is what the psalm says. Praise God. But on my inside, someone say, inside of me. Amen. Verse 5 says, Now he that hath wrought or worked us for the selfsame thing is God, who also hath given unto us the earnest of the Spirit, or the understanding, if you would, the, if you would, I'm trying to think of a word, the earnest of the Spirit, which means the the placement or the, the, the evidence, the down payment, if you would, something that, is, um, something that has given us the opportunity to possess. That's what this, the word, if you look up the word earnest, somebody can maybe look it up and get the definition of the word earnest if you want to put it up, but this is what is given, is given me, amen, the, the, uh, the, the certitude of that promise, Hallelujah. In reserve, like that's what I use the word down payment. It's like a reserve. You put a down payment on something, it's reserved for you. 
And this God, when I read verse 5, it says, Now he that hath wrought for us this selfsame thing, as it was promised. We're reading about the promise of God. And who has given us, amen, the earnest of the Spirit. Therefore we are always, I'm reading verse 6, therefore we are always confident. Someone say it once in a while. Well, you better not say that. Amen. Therefore, always, say always, amen. Well, man, I don't know what kind of faith you have. Yeah, always. It takes faith. That's why I'm here. I want to hear some word. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. How shall they hear if a preacher's not sent? Thank God there's a preacher preaching the word of God for my faith. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 6. Therefore, we are always confident. I'm not running around in doubt. Therefore, we are always confident knowing. Praise God. Whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. But I am confident that this promise which I have received... How does it work? The next verse, and this is key, verse 7. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Not by the things that I can see. So now, go back to the last verse in chapter 4, verse 18. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 18. While we look not at the things which are seen... But we look at the things which are not seen. How's that? Verse 7. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Verse 18. Drop eight verses. You jump back eight verses. While we look at the things which are, while we look not, sorry, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the, the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal. Get your eyes. What the, on what the devil wants you to see. I got 597 channels and the remote goes click, click, click. I don't, I don't, I don't have it, but it's saying people talk about it. Click, 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 click. You're looking at the wrong things. Amen. You're looking at things which are carnal, things which are temporal, things which will mess you up. What happened to Achan? And go back in the book of Joshua. When Joshua finally said, and I may as well spend a little time on this. Joshua defeats Jericho, the undefeated city of ever. Nobody's ever knocked down the walls of Jericho. And they come in, the walls of Jericho are defeated. Woohoo! God is with me. We're the car. And then they show up to this little kingdom called Ai. They got nothing, there's nothing even to talk with. Don't even know who ever heard of them. And they lose because of sin. Sin makes you the loser. I already said sin binds, sin deceives. So Joshua's trying to pray, God, boo-hoo, this embodies. God, he's throwing a little temper, little temper fit, taking his clothes and renting his clothes and banging a dust storm in his tent. And God says, can you stop, please? Amen. Joshua hears the voice of God. Well, Joshua, the leaders say, what had just happened now? Look at this. You've, you've ruined your reputation. 
People are going to say, oh, what are these children of God, children of Israel? They can't fight for nothing. God, boo-hoo. God says, can you stop? The reason why you lost, because I was not with you. And the reason I was not with you, because there's sin in your camp. And when there's sin in the camp, if there's sin in the camp, God is not in the camp. That's the message. That's the message that Joshua received. Amen. So Joshua said, there's sin in the camp. What do I got to do? Get rid of sin. So now let's look at the sin of Achan. Like I said, depends what you look. Look, look at the thing. Look at temporal things. Look at fleshly things. And it's going to be your downfall. You're going to lose hope quickly. You will not be always confident. So finally, Joshua narrows it down, this tribe. This bunch of families, this particular family, this particular, hey, hey, Akan, tell me what you did. I looked. Oh, oh. I know you told us you gave us what we were supposed to do and what we're not supposed to do. It's don't touch. Can't have any of the spoils. Nothing. Doesn't belong to you. Not, nothing. No personal gain out of this war. That's basically, they use what they use to serve God, but no personal gain out of this. So Akan, what'd you do? I looked at the wrong thing. Amen. Did he sin yet? No, but he was looking. I've taught on this before, kind of how it starts. Well, Achan, what happened? Well, I coveted. Uh-oh, they're starting to break some commandments now. I figured I would look good in that robe, and I figured, you know, a little, little extra cash in my pocket, that won't do any harm to that. How did it start? By looking. And this is where men and women get themselves in trouble. Now they begin to, then they take, now you broke the commandment. He says, then I took it. So I looked. I wanted it. You wanted it because you looked. That's where you got to stop it, right at that initial stage. All the things. We live in a very visual society. And here's me speaking about this while I'm on camera in a visual sort of way. It's all new to me too. The Bible says that Eve, you know, when she was hearing what, with, you know, the, uh, the, the wrong voice, and then she looked... Ooh, and she saw that it was good. How did it start? I know it started by what she was listening to, but then she looked. Hey, Matt. I'm talking about how we live in these last days. Look at what we're supposed to look for. We look for his coming. We look for his return. Keep your eyes on Jesus Christ. I press toward the mark. That's what we are to be looking at. Well, that's Achan and that's Eve. Okay, let's look at David. I didn't mean to say that, look at David, but anyways. Okay, let's take David as an example. Psalm 51. He didn't cover this thing up. I didn't fall. It wasn't my weakness. It wasn't all. He didn't have a bunch of excuses. He said, I have sinned. I have transgressed my iniquities. When you read Psalm 51. Amen. My transgressions, my, for I have, my iniquities, for I have sinned. David wasn't trying to cover anything up. Because that's what happens next. 
Achan says, I took it and I covered it up. I hid it. Amen. Using David for an example, Psalm 51. He says, I looked. You were looking at someone else's wife. Don't look. And he says, I wanted her. There you go. There's next step. Now you're in. Now you're in a little bit too deep. And then I took her. Well, now you're done. Amen. And you look at the damage. You look at, the, I don't know what, I'll use the right word, the curse that sin is because sin is a curse. And then David went, he took it like a gake, and he says, I hid it. David tried to hide it. He says, well, we got to get rid of the husband. If she has no husband, then rightfully she can be mine. And then he commits murder. He doesn't commit murder, but he has murder committed upon his behalf. He orders, puts murder out there. Same thing. Verse 7, go back to Corinthians 5, verse 7. It says, for we walk by faith, not by what we look at, not by what's being advertised, being announced, being shown all the time. Amen. When you come in here, I, I can understand the English language. You don't really understand what's written on our walls. But when people come in here, they don't look at an image. They don't look at a picture. They see scripture verse written on all the walls as much as possible. Amen. Trying to put people's eyes on something which will give them the right course, the right attitude, the right direction, the right way, and his name is Jesus Christ. Jesus said the word, which you and I need. My flesh. Hallelujah. And today, amen, people are not looking, they're not doing, seeking, Matthew 6, it says, but seek ye first. Don't look at what is prohibited, what you're being told, you can't have it, because I look, I want it, I take it. You're breaking commandments. That's sin. Matthew 6, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. What's wrong with people today? They skip. They want all these things, and they skip the kingdom of God. They skip his righteousness. Seek ye first, someone say first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. But they want to skip all that. They want to name it. They want to claim it. They just want to have it. They want to get it. They want to... No kingdom of God in their life. No righteousness in their life. Amen. What are we looking at? Hallelujah. We need to look at what God wants us to see, what God wants us to receive today. Praise God. This is life in the end times. Amen. Praise God. Oh, I know that while I'm here, I'm not there. But I also know, praise God, the confidence that I have. That place which Jesus Christ is preparing for you and I. Praise God. One day soon. There it is. Amen. Desiring, that second verse in chapter 5, it says, desiring to be clothed. Right now, this is, this is all I got. 
but I thank God that he has given me everything I need to get to that place. Because when the elements dissolve, when everything begins to fall apart, where there's no coming back, we need to be out. And Jesus Christ is our only way out. Out of this earth, out of sin, out of this whatever situation you may be found in, out of this curse, out of this bondage. I'm going to pray in a couple of minutes. If you stick with me for two more minutes longer. I want you to become a kingdom seeker and his righteousness. I've been preaching for the past probably, I don't know, I can't remember, six weeks, eight weeks about the kingdom of God. Thy kingdom come. Jesus says when you pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then the last line of that prayer says, for thine is the kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. That's how we conclude, or Jesus taught us the example. That's how that prayer is concluded. I'm going to pray this way in about one minute. The Bible says that we need to repent. You just can't get rid of sin just by your own will or, okay, I'm going to stop doing whatever and such. We need to have this freedom which comes from Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. To have this competence and to have this hope unto the end. Praise his holy name. These are the last days and this is how we are to live. Praise God. I'll go back to what Peter said. Seeing, looking, this is what's going to happen. Verse 14, 2 Peter 3, 14. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye be found of him in peace, without spot, and blameless. And I want to read the next verse. And account that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation. Even as our brother Paul, the Apostle Paul, also according to his, to the wisdom given unto him, he hath written the same thing unto you. Praise God. You have an opportunity today, and I'm going to pray in about 30 seconds. You have the opportunity today to choose life. That's Jesus Christ. To confess him. Praise God. Not to be ashamed of him but to confess him. It begins with your tongue, to confess as you believe it in your heart. And life changes. So what am I supposed to confess? The Bible says to repent of your sins, which means you're sick and tired of sin. No more sin. I want to stop. From this day forward, it stops. No more curse, no more bondage. And this is how I'm going to pray. Jesus gave us a parable where he a man came in off the streets. He had an offering to serve God, but before he presented his offering to God, he says, God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. Seven words. Seven very powerful words. 
I've said this before, the seven most powerful words in the English language. God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. Seven words. It's all it takes. And then repent of your sins. You ask God for forgiveness, he will forgive you. Ten seconds, I'm going to pray, decide. Don't put this off. My brothers and sisters, begin to pray. Praise God. Hallelujah. Five seconds. I want you to decide. Blessed be his holy name. And we're going to pray for Gladys. 92 and in the hospital. Gladys needs to get saved. Praise God. Are you praying, brothers and sisters? I'm going to pray. Hallelujah. Allow me to pray. I want to pray with you. I want to pray for you today so that life changes from this day forward. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, as we read these scriptures, we find out this is not ordinary life. This is not life based on culture. This is not life based on humanity. This is not life based on society. This is life based on Jesus Christ, your son. You so love the world that you gave your only begotten son that whosoever shall believe upon him. And right now I'm praying for the believers in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Praise God. Hallelujah. Go into that hospital, 92-year-old Gladys. In the name of Jesus, make yourself known in a way unto her. Reclaim that soul now in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. As my sister will, Helen, amen, will talk or reach out to her sister. That door will be opened right now to plant that seed of eternal life into, this, into Gladys in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Somebody else listening to me that's repenting right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray. Praise God that the soul Souls that will be added to the kingdom of God. The blood of Jesus Christ that will wash us and make us whole from our sins. Remove the, trans the iniquity and the transgression that is in our lives, Lord. Hallelujah. Help us. Praise God. Give us, amen, that understanding to look, praise God, unto Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith, praise God. Not to be looking at things where we fall into temptation and fall into covetousness and fall into thievery and fall into hiding things. And in the name of Jesus, praise God, we walk in the freedom which Jesus Christ has given us. Praise God. Your son, Jesus Christ, did not die on the cross for nothing today. But he, not only in his death, but he rose again. Praise God. I meant to prove that he is resurrection. And I pray this resurrection life. Hallelujah. Sin is out and life comes in in the name of Jesus. Sin, is, we put a stop to sin and life, praise God, begins. Amen. To bear fruit. Hallelujah. In our bodies. For sin shall no longer reign in our mortal bodies. Sin shall no longer have dominion in our mortal flesh in the name of Jesus. All those listening to me today. Hallelujah. Salvation belongs to them now in the name of Jesus. Praise God. That person is saying, God be merciful unto me, a sinner. Lord, hear their Hear their cry, Lord, in the name of Jesus, as they receive him, as they receive Jesus Christ, and to them, uh, amen, to every person receiving Jesus Christ today, to them he gives power to become the children of God today, sons and daughters of God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, hallelujah. Devil, you're losing ground today, in the name of Jesus, praise God. Souls are being added to the kingdom of God during this live stream or during the repeat during the replay, in the name of Jesus. This, is not, this message has not been received. This message has not been heard for nothing, Lord. In the name of Jesus, pray. I call it done now, in Jesus' name. I repent. Sinner, repent. You change your ways right now and say it. I repent of my sins. I'm sorry for what I've been doing. I want to stop right now, in Jesus' name. I have power over all the power of the enemy. Hallelujah. This power comes into your life right now 
in the name of Jesus as you become a daughter and a son of God to live the way we are told to live, how Peter gave us, praise God, getting ready for that kingdom wherein dwelleth righteousness. Hallelujah. And before then, without spot, without wrinkle, blameless, a church, a bride, which will be presented by the bridegroom to his father, a glorious church without spot and without wrinkle. This is life today during these end times. Hallelujah. Things are beginning to shake. We look at this body. It's going to be worn out. It's going to be abused. We're going to stand before tribunals. We're going to stand before judges. We're going to be pushed, per whatever, amen, is going to happen to this temple. We, I got a better place, hallelujah, with better things coming my way, Lord. And I thank God for these promises that I can walk in them today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now I, play, I pray a blessing upon all my brothers and sisters that have, that have joined with us this afternoon. They've spent two hours. They've shared their time. Praise God. They've glorified you. They've, they've given their offerings. They've testified. They've posted some scriptures in the comment section, Lord. Amen. what we're doing, we're, we're just busy. We need to be busy. Praise. This, there's, there is an, an urgency to what needs to be done as we lift up the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. There's no other name. There's no other Savior. There's no other man who shed his blood. Lord, we pray for this world today that they will see. As we lift up Jesus Christ, they will be able to see him. Hallelujah. Your son sent to give us life. Hallelujah. Praise your son who is a healer by his stripes. We are healed. The healing that we need, the prayer requests that I brought to you at the beginning of this program. Praise God. I repeat in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Lord, I thank God today. Hallelujah. That all those and whatever our need is, the Lord is my shepherd. Amen. The Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want. You're there for us, taking care for us. Hallelujah. We're not sitting on the wayside. Praise God. But we are on that way, which is your son, Jesus Christ. And I thank God for it today. Praise God. We're not going to look. We're not going to be walking after the flesh, minding the things, minding fleshly things, looking at carnal things and looking at fleshly things and ending up looking and coveting and hiding and taking and murdering and all these spirits. I come against them right now in the name of Jesus. Loose. Amen. By the power of the Holy Ghost, by the power of Jesus Christ. Amen. Loose. Everyone listening to me today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Break. Amen. The bondage. Whatever is trying to enslave us to the things of this world. Amen. Be free now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I pray and command it into the lives of my brothers and sisters right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Those serving the offerings which we have received, those serving you, our tithes, our testimonies, it makes a difference. Multiplication is set into motion because of your word which has been written, because of your promise which is given unto us. Serving you diligently in the name of Jesus, praise God. Hallelujah. Press it down, shake it together. There will not be room enough to receive it when it's brought to our bosom, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Thank God for 30. Thank God for 60. Thank God for 90. But Lord, I thank God today for 100 fold, which belongs to the children of God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, praise God. A sound mind, peace, which passes, amen, the understanding of this world. It doesn't come from this place. It doesn't exist from, it comes from you. As we have our minds stayed upon you, as the word says, and my peace says, shall I give them, and I pray peace now. In the name of Jesus, praise God, whatever is troubling us. Waters, God be with us. Going through flames, going through fire, God be with us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. This is my prayer today, and especially for those, amen, repenting of their sin right now, forgive them 
as the word of God says, you will do. Praise God. Do it, Lord, in their life that they see it come to pass in their life. Praise God. As we continue in thy word, as we continue in the truth, the truth we shall know and the truth shall make them free. Praise God. Sanctify them, Lord. Sanctify them by thy word. Thy word is truth, Lord. I thank God, not only for salvation, but for sanctification. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord today. Thank God for this message which we have received today. It encourages us. It it strengthens us. Hallelujah. It gives us every indication that as we follow the word of God, knowing that Jesus Christ is the way, praise God, we press toward that mark. Hallelujah. We endure unto the end, for the same shall be saved. And there it is. For everyone listening, I pray, open ears, open eyes, and open hearts to hear, to see, and to receive what you have for us today. Thank God for your word. Thank God, amen, for every word which we live by. Praise God. Hallelujah. Write it on the fleshly table of our hearts. Praise God. Amen. The renewing of your mind right now, those confessing their sin and repenting, that mind is being renewed, that heart of stone is being, re- is being removed and it's being replaced. Praise God, amen, by, a, by, the, by fleshly tables. Hallelujah. Thank God. A new mind. A renewed mind, a new mind, a new heart. Praise God. Old things are passed away. All things are new today in the life. Praise God of those confessing their sins and repenting right now in Jesus' name. All things new. Hallelujah. All things new. Lord, I pray that this word find its way into good ground, whether it's in replay, through the live stream, through the radio program, through whatever, however this word will be heard in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that it finds its way into good ground. Lord, I ask you for these things in Jesus' name. I give you all the praise. I give you all the glory. I give you all the honor. In Jesus' name, praise God forever and ever, from generation to generation. Amen and amen. Lord, if you believe what I have prayed, say amen with me. If you are repenting and beginning to confess your sins today, say, okay, I know Amen. As you read the scriptures, say, okay, this is, this is how I live. This is life today. This is my new life, which comes from Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I welcome you into the family of God. I welcome you into this family, praise God, where Jesus Christ is the head. Hallelujah. You're not joining a religion. You've just got yourself a brand new life, and it's everlasting and eternal life. So I welcome you for having made that decision. If you haven't made that decision, do it now. Rewind this by 10 minutes so you get into the prayer and say, okay, I got to repent right now before Jesus comes because he's coming like a thief in the night. We don't know when the hour is. We don't know when that day is, but he is coming. And when he comes, it's too late. You need to be ready now. Today is the day. Don't put this off. Be ready. Jesus said, be you therefore ready. Hallelujah. So I want you to do just what Jesus is telling you to do, to be ready, to be ready. My name is Lincoln. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to That's the Truth. Praise God. I love you all in the name of the Lord. Until the next time we see each other here or we see each other there, wherever. Hallelujah. Be ready. Be ready. Jesus said, be therefore ready. So my brothers and sisters, be ready. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let's give him a good hand once again. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah for the blessing. Well, I trust the word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Link with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth.